figured I would bust out the microphone and see what I could get cooking. Uh, This one's a little bit different. I decided to try something and do a live Facebook video and record simultaneously. So I'm just going to go ahead and plug it in now. I guess I'm going to try to record this podcast live. I'm going to do my first half analysis or first quarter analysis of the AFC. It's just going to be off the top of my head. Um, My pure biased opinion. Uh, I'll try to be as like factual as possible but at the same time i hate some of these teams um and i might just be totally wrong sometimes i like to make things up Uh, thanks motorcycle guy outside um sorry for that if you can hear that uh so yeah i'm just what i'm going to do if i'm talking about your team or division or a team that you're interested in you want me to um comment on something um let me know yeah so i'm just gonna start i i have the standings brought up right here on my computer I'm going to start with the AFC East, <laughs> which is like a terrible place for me to start because, to be completely honest, like this has been the Patriots division for how long outside of those couple Jets years, and much to my dismay, the Patriots seem to be like a steamroller this year. Uh, the defense is probably better than I've seen them put together in quite a long time. Tom Brady just does Tom Brady stuff in... They got Edelman, Josh Gordon, a solid running back committee, which is pretty typical of a Bill Belichick offense. Honestly, they look better than they've looked in years, which is just, I don't know, it's just terrible. It's, it's awful. Um, honestly, I'll have a drink to that. Notice the Schwinn Sports, uh, no product placement here, but product placement. Yeah, so the Patriots are the Patriots. What, do we, what really can we say about them except for they suck? I'm sure they're cheating somehow, but we can't figure it out till after the fact. Um, if anybody has a good lead on how the Patriots might be cheating, and we can kind of, I guess, cut them off before they can uh, possibly cheat more, let me know. Either way, so the next team in second place is the Bills at a shocking 3-1. I will say this. Buffalo. What is up with Buffalo? They look legitimately good. Way better than they have in the past. I mean... They did make the playoffs a few years ago, but at the same time, we both knew, like, we all knew that they were just, like, pretenders. They've always had the solid defensive core, and they look good. Honestly, Josh Allen is a legitimate quarterback. He's the best thing we've seen there in quite some time. I love him. I, I, I think he was injured on Sunday. I didn't get to catch too much of the game, whether it was a dirty hit or not. If anybody saw it, uh, let me know what you think about that, the the hit on Josh Allen in the Patriots game. I think, I'm guessing it's probably overblown like everything, but at the same time, it's the Patriots. The Bills are kind of good. Maybe they're like, yo, let's take them out. Maybe that's their cheating strategy. I don't know. Overall, though, I, I really like the Bills, and to be honest, they, they're actually playing all this without their they traded Shady McCoy away and they haven't even had their rookie running back sensation Devin Singletary so once he gets back in the fold it's hard to tell what will actually happen I like this Bills team I I'm I'm happy for Bills Mafia I I think they should do fine Bills have a skate yeah 
you're right. The Bills do, they get to take advantage of that AFCs too, but let's not downplay what they can do. They, they just went toe-to-toe with New England, which isn't really anything to, like, shudder about. I most definitely think that Buffalo could be a wild card team. I don't foresee them winning the division because I just I don't even know if New England's gonna lose at this point. But we'll see. Now this thing where things get a little bit hairy in the division, the Jets are 0-3 coming off the bye. I think the Jets could possibly be a lot better than they have been so far into the season. But the biggest problem is we don't know what condition Sam Darnold is in. I think they were saying he's in danger of like his spleen exploding or something, which is just crazy that he's even going to consider playing if he could die. I think that's what happened to – there's a quarterback that happened to, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Phil Sims or something. Maybe not Phil Sims. I don't really know, actually. I'm probably just making up stuff again. Who knows? Either way. Oh, dirty hit. Anthony Torres. Well, okay. Bills fan says dirty hit. So, all right. Patriots fan chime in. Say not dirty hit. will be even square at zero. <laughs> I I think so with the Jets they're kind of weird we don't know what to expect yet we haven't even got to see this team I mean Darnold coming in we don't know what condition he's coming in we don't know how he's going to look even as a starting quarterback on a totally va- revamped offense with Le'Veon Bell Adam Gase as the head coach it's honestly we haven't got a good look at this team and we probably won't get a fair look at them for a few more weeks even because they're probably taking the same just like any team takes a little bit to get going during the season, they're doing the same. Normally, a bye week could be a bad thing, I would think, at the beginning of the season. But for the Jets, it was kind of well-timed with, you know, Darnold getting the kissing disease and all that. So, quit kissing people, and you'll be completely fine. Le'Veon Bell might have stole a few smooches here or there, but we're not sure. That's my only joke about Le'Veon Bell. I promise I won't keep talking about him anymore. What's most likely to happen? Patriots go 16-0 or Dolphins go 0-16? Honestly, I think at this point... Actually, that's a tough question because I do think legitimately the Patriots could go... Uh, that is a good pull question. Let's put that up. Somebody on the Schwinn Sports team, put that pull up. Maybe we can get some results by the end of this video. But I think legitimately my opinion is I'm going with the Patriots going undefeated. Miami is a dumpster fire, which I'm getting to, but at the same time, if you think about it, <laughs> if you think about, uh, it's going to be really hard for me to keep talking and reading this stuff. So I have a, like a squirrel brain, so I, I'm not sure how this is going to go, actually. Probably going to be a lot of editing on for the podcast, but whatever. Either way, I think the Patriots, I'm going with the Patriots because the Dolphins look spicy last week. I think, I don't know if they're going to tank completely. They had a little bit of spice in them last week. So I'm foreseeing them at least pulling off a win. And the Patriots defense with it just being the way it is. It's just, it's hard to see anything happening outside of them winning every single game. Show me somebody on their schedule that's actually going to knock them off. Because I'd be surprised. So yeah, the Jets, Le'Veon Bell, all that goodness. Let's see where they're at. We haven't got a taste of Robbie Anderson. We haven't got a taste of their full offense. The defense should be good. It's playing not as well anymore, but at the same time, they've had no team. So let's just see where they're at. I think they can improve throughout the season, but one quarter down, let's see what you got. You know, that's what I'm saying. All right, fourth in the division, like I'd mentioned before, is the Miami Dolphins, the dumpster fire. If you're a Dolphins fan, I just want to say I'm sorry that you have to wait until next season to have things to look forward to. 
hopefully make the best of this, whatever this is, as you can. But a moment of silence for the Dolphins fans. This one's for you. I'll use this moment to talk briefly just on the fact of of teams tanking. I don't understand. It's very, very strange concept because like if 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 the NFL draft picks had a 100% turnover rate where let's say you're guaranteed if you pick within the top 5 that you're going to get a superstar, I would say it's like a decent strategy. But the fact of the matter is less than one third of the players drafted in the first round become NFL players for a whole career's worth, let alone superstars. So to me, it's just silly. I mean, how many times and how many players do we have to look at and say, hey, this guy was a late round talent. How did he slip through the cracks? I'm looking at you, NFL scouts. What are you doing? And so honestly, based on that conclusion, I want nothing to do with my team tanking. It doesn't matter at this point. Like, what you're going to guarantee yourself you get to pick out of everybody, but what does that mean? How many bad picks do we have to see before we know this isn't a like great strategy to build a team in the NFL? Name the last time a team did this and it worked. It's just stupid. It's dumb. I don't like it, and I feel bad for the fans. Honestly, if Miami wasn't such a nice place, like tourist destination or whatever, whatever Miami is, I really don't know. Um... Why would why not kick this team? You know what? The NFL should just kick whatever team is in last place out and just like pick a new city, just like throw them in there. Miami, you're out. We're gonna put a team in Seattle. No, Seattle's already got a football team. <laughs> Wyoming, Wyoming's getting a football team. You know what? You lost your rights, Miami. You gotta cheer for Tampa Bay now. That's what I say. That's my final verdict. All right, the AFC West, the once historic, the once throat cut, cutthroat. They said that backwards division and the NFL. I don't know what to think of this team, of this division. We'll just start at the top, work our way through. If you're a fan of either of these teams or something you want me to mention, uh, I'll try to read it as I talk, but I'm pretty terrible at it. All right, uh, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the Chiefs, right? I mean, Andy Reid's out there. He's got the offense cooking like always. I will say their defense does seem a bit suspect this year, as it is every single year. And it's still the Chiefs and Andy Reid. So, like, what can we expect out of this team? Total, like, regular season dominance, as always? Or do we have to, like, get our hopes up and see them just blow it in the playoffs like normal? I hope not. Patrick Mahomes is a legitimate quarterback. He's playing with scrub wide receivers, making Sammy Watkins look good, making everybody look good. And it's just like, this dude's an animal. Even last week, he had a bad, bad game, which was still a fine game. Like, in, I don't know. How do, this is, goes right back to the point I was just making. Like, how does this guy slip through to wherever he was drafted? I know it was relatively high, but like, why was he not first overall? It makes no sense to me. How is it possible that you could look at this guy and not be like, wow, what an animal? Sure, he talks, maybe it was like that he talks, like the Kermit the Frog thing, and it kind of scared some people off. They're like, he's not going to sound good on Under Armour or Nike commercials. We can't use him. I don't really know. Maybe they don't think he could be a leader because he can't speak high enough. But at the same time, we always know that Andy Reid is cooking in the kitchen and on the football field, and he's doing it again this season. I mean, what do you do? You just got to go toe-to-toe with him. Chiefs defense won't know how bad because how good the offense. You're correct. And it's the age-old question, like, does... Kelsey is the greatest tight end. I, I would say Ertz was in the discussion, but at the same time, like, 
Kelsey definitely hands down the best tight end I've ever watched in football at this point. Like, Gronk aside, I, I would take Kelsey at this point. Yeah, he's playing with Patty Mahomes, but at the same time, I don't know, man. I love Kelsey. I, I think the Chiefs offense is, is amazing. It's the age-old question, can a great offense carry you to a Super Bowl? Honestly, though, we've yet to really see a team be carried by their offense. More often than not, you see a team carried by the defense. If you look at a good bit of the Patriots, Super Bowls, um, I'm thinking the Ravens, the Seattle Seahawks, the Broncos, all great defensive teams that put it down and prevailed in the end. So, like, prove to me that you can keep, you can just outscore an opponent, and then I'll buy into it. But until then, Andy Reid, unfortunately, is a fraud. He has been, and he will probably continue to be. My favorite fraud, but at the same time, it is what it is. You got to call a spade a spade. I do love me some. Perfect Andy Reid. Okay, so next week, <laughs> now things get a little weird. Because the Raiders are 2-2, two and two, which, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't everybody expect them to be the Miami Dolphins? Especially after the A-B debacle and all the talks of Derek Carr and them really having no playmakers on the team. But yet, they still are... Two and two, which surprises the heck out of me. I figured they would be in full tank mode. They don't look terrible. I mean, they're not a good team. I don't think John Gruden is a good coach, but at the same time, they're winning games. So what can I say? You know, Tyrell Williams has looked good. Um, and yeah, Der- uh, Waller, the tight end, he's he's looked fantastic. So I I don't know. It's they're doing something right there. They won a couple games. Let's see what they look like the rest of the year. I don't really know much about the Raiders, but I think they did a great recovery, especially after losing somebody they thought um, could help turn the team around in in Antonio Brown. So yeah, go good job Raiders. I tell you what, man, uh, them them Raiders, pretty good team, man. <laughs> I love Ray just like chiming in his hate for the AFC West teams. We get it. We get it. You're a Broncos fan. And that brings me to my next point. I'm just kidding. You guys are at the bottom and I'm going in order. <laughs> oh, man. The Chargers are 2-2. Two and two. Wow. And it, it, you know what? The Chargers, I just always expect them to be like 3-1 and one or something like that and just constantly winning games. That's just what they do, right? Phillip Rivers, I'm not super worried about them. Them going 2-2 two and two without Melvin Gordon and losing Hunter Henry, as always, early. Eh, they're interesting. I don't know. I expected the defense to be a lot better this season than I've seen so far on the field. Keenan Allen, he gets things cooking, and Rivers is always going to get things cooking. Let's see what they look like with Gordon. Hopefully they keep getting Eckler involved because that guy proved one thing, is that he can play football. He's looked great filling in for Gordon. They're at full health. Their schedule, they have to play uh, the Broncos a couple times, so that's two easy wins. And, uh, yeah. They play the Raiders in some... Yeah, I, I don't know. Chargers, I'm um, undecided. I'm guessing they'll probably just be like the Chargers of every year. The Chargers, you just... You pencil them in for the same thing every single season. So, probably a wild card berth and then they lose. Yeah, that's pretty good. And then the Broncos at 0-4. Now, I hate to say I saw this coming, but... I saw this coming. Joe Flacco is one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen make that much money in my entire life. I've seen some bad quarterbacks worse than Joe Flacco, but never one that got paid quite as much to be a fraud as him. So it comes to no surprise that after his team that invested all of his money in with, that he won a Super Bowl for, uh, for, abandoned him. As soon as that happened, 
bing, 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 like, guess what? Joe Flacco's done for. I'm sorry, Elway. You're not falling into another Peyton Manning situation. It's unfortunate, but you're going to have to try your luck with somebody else because Joe Flacco is complete garbage. And... Honestly, it's quite embarrassing considering the weapons that they have in Denver because I love the running back committee between Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay. They're both young. They're both hungry. They're both monsters. You have a, a decent wide receiver core with Manny Sanders, who is phenomenal, and then you have Cortland Sutton coming on, who is a young rookie stud. You have playmakers. You should be better than you are, but you're not. It's because Joe Flacco sucks. Now... We could have saw this coming, and I, with with the play, um, the the replay on pass interference calls. Honestly, nobody would probably be paying Joe Flacco any type of money because every one of his deep passes would be considered a pass interference play because that's what he does. Air Joe, I thought he'd probably do a little bit decent, like in the low altitude, but. He sucks. He's the worst. Joe Flacco, you suck. You look like Razor Ramon's uh, porn star parody. That's all I got to say about the Broncos. Okay. And uh, that's the AFC West. Pretty much no surprises there. So that's that's the first half of the AFC. Honestly, what do you guys think? Like, is this how it shakes out? Patriots, Chiefs being 4-0. They're both 4-0 dominating. Basically on a collision course to the AFC Championship game, as we probably expected. They seem to be the two best teams. But we'll see what happens. We've been in every game, and Flacco's played well, to be clear. Defense, losing games. Well, tell your defense to stop doing that. I don't care. Joe Flacco sucks. All right. Now to talk about something I actually know about, a little bit about. The AFC North. Coming in in first place right now with the tiebreaker. A shocking first place at 2-2. Two and two, And I'm going to try to be nice here so and unbiased. So please, Browns fans, chill out just a little bit. Browns are 2-2. Two and two. Wins against the Jets and a huge win last week against going into Baltimore and just completely manhandling the Ravens. Honestly, that was an impressive win. I think the Browns have a legitimate shot about of winning the AFC North right now. And quite frankly, I think the Bengals do too because <laughs> it's a trash division. It's awful. Um, so, yeah, great job being number one in that. Um, Cleveland. They've yet to really start to put it together. Maybe last week was a stepping stone for that offense. Nick Chubb is, quite frankly, an, uh, an animal. And I just, I'd like to see them get him the ball more, whichever way they need to, whether it's through the running game or the passing game. He's a clear playmaker. The dude is phenomenal. OBJ didn't have the best game, but he's great. Let's just get the, they need to get the offense clicking. The offensive line hasn't looked well. In the games they lost, they just, I don't know. It seems like they're still working some things out, still putting some things together. But let's not discredit them. There's been a lot of injuries uh, on both sides of the ball. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to get any better, but it could. And I'm here to say that's that's true. It could. And hopefully it does for you Browns fans. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think... I think Cleveland probably will win, end up at the top of the division when it's all said and done, but we'll see what happens. It all lies on Baker's shoulders at this point. I don't know. That's 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 me being nice to the Browns, I guess. That's that's what I got. Did I mention that I have Schwinn Sports Koozies? Okay. Second place, the Ravens, 2-2. Two and two. Now, the Ravens are interesting, right? 
They came on so hot with, you know, great performances by Lamar Jackson. He comes into, he's taking the league by storm. He made that step. He's leveled up. Everybody's got something to say about him. And I got to admit, I bought into the hype a little bit. But I should have trusted my gut feeling with this team. And that's exactly this. That defense lost too many key playmakers at the defensive position. Sure, they bring in some a little bit of talent with Thomas, but at the same time, you lose Weddle, you lose your veteran um, linebacker in Suggs, and you lose C.J. Mosley. Like, come on. I bet they could have used those guys last week when they were getting destroyed by the Browns running game. I think it's going to be a continued problem on the defensive end for the Ravens as the season goes on. I guess we'll see what happens, but I'm not a full believer in Lamar yet either. They got to do a lot more to prove that they're a legitimate team before I take them serious again. You fooled me once, Ravens. You're not going to fool me again. Let's see what happens next week when my boys, the Pittsburgh Steelers, come to town. But I don't know. I Let's say something nice about the Ravens. Um, Mark Ingram, good Ravens running back. Perfect. Couldn't write him. Couldn't like create a character any more perfect that's me talking nice about the ravens lamar jackson for lamar is being figured out just like kaepernick the running shit only works for so long i i don't know it works pretty good for russell wilson i'd say that'd be a good counterpoint to that argument um yeah so it's possible to be a dual threat quarterback but it doesn't happen uh seem to be as successful as um being an old school guy just stands up in the pocket you know that's my kind of football. Speaking of my kind of football, the Pittsburgh Steelers are in third place. They have said it, third place, only one win out of first place. Just let me remind everybody. Now we obviously know that Big Ben Roethlisberger got hurt. And we obviously know that it's been a rough start to the season. But we kicked Cincinnati's ass. And I don't care how bad Cincinnati is. I will always enjoy seeing the Pittsburgh Steelers kick their ass. And I would watch that game 100 times out of 100 times. Fuck you, Andy Dalton. Suck it. That's what I got to say about that. The Steelers, I don't even know what to expect this season. I'm excited that I get to see some of these young guys develop. Bush looks like an animal. I think Bush and Watt on the outside are going to be... And a great force to be reckoned with in the future. We got Minka. I I, I like this defense. Let's see what they can do. Let's see what we got. Um, who, who do we got? Uh, Mason Rudolph. Ever heard of him? Yeah, he's a quarterback. Um, yeah, we got Rudolph. Let's see what he's got. Let's see if he can cook. If he can't cook, get him out of the kitchen. You know, we draft somebody else. But Big Ben's under contract. It's going to be really interesting with the Steelers. What what wins, how many wins do the Steelers have to get before it's an actual conversation as to whether Big Ben or Mason's going to start next season? Because, believe it or not, that could be something that's coming down whenever we need to like sign some guys or whatever. Big Ben takes a large chunk of the salary cap, so it'll be kind of interesting. How many wins do you guys think that the Steelers have to get to have that conversation, or at least get that conversation going? that Mason should start next year over Ben to start taking that step. That's that's all I can really say about Pittsburgh. I, I'm hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. I do think we can play spoiler at least to the Browns. So take that, suck at Cleveland. We're still going to beat you twice. And in last place, womp, womp, womp. 
It honestly pains me to see it at 0-4. The Bengals, what a shame, you know? Who would have saw this coming? Such a great storied franchise. Such a great quarterback. Such a great wide receiver that never gets hurt. Ah, it's the same old Bengals. Year in, year out. Only this time they don't even have a defense to bail them out. So honestly, complete garbage. They're doing a better job at tanking than the Miami Dolphins, to be completely honest. It has to almost suck worse to see your team try and lose rather than actually like just giving up. That's my opinion. I don't expect much out of this team. Um, they've been into a couple close ones, but Dalton is Dalton, so that's Dalton. That's all we got to say about them. It's it's trash. It doesn't look much better than when Marvin left, but at the same time, Marvin didn't leave things in the best condition. So, Bengals transition phase, unfortunately, uh, see you in 20 years. All right, last division. Don't forget about them like everybody else. The AFC South. <laughs> Everybody's 2-2. Two two. <laughs> it's the most AFC South thing ever. Every team is 2-2 two two in the AFC South. It's like you, some jokes just write themselves. Like, that, if I had to say one thing, like, the AFC South. Like, it just, it, that's, it's an, it's the AFC South. We got Texans. Uh, Texans, their offensive line is trash at this point. The defense hasn't looked that great. And that's uh, pretty much all you got at this point. Like, you got Deshaun Watson. You got DeAndre Hopkins. Bringing Carlos Hyde, solid running back for a uh, Texans caliber, I guess. He looks just like Arian Foster, just like Lamar Miller. Pretty much just like a complete, like, rebooted version of them like like it's like if they made clones of the same running back but like one of them used to be good for a little bit and that's it that's that's the running backs for them the defense hasn't impressed they need to turn it on so maybe missing Clowney, maybe missing some key pieces there that left not sure about that but yeah it looks like deshaun watson's just running for his life at this point they got to get something together bill o'brien i just i don't know this guy this guy just, he's like, he's the next Jeff Fisher, man. He's just, I think forever will be right around the 500 mark. It's just the way it goes. Second place right now, the tiebreaker is Colts. The Colts are honestly quite a surprise to me this season. I I didn't expect them to be doing uh, as well as they are. Brissett's coming, he's looked solid. And honestly, like, a lot of hope here for the Colts. They, they got a young, talented team. The defense is good. Marlon Mack looks amazing. They need to get T.Y. Hilton back out there. But they got some playmakers. Like, the Colts have surprised me. I think they've given a, like, they're going to give some teams some fits and honestly got a good shot at winning the division and maybe pulling an upset in a couple playoff games. I, I think they're, they're a good team. They're going to go with uh, Brissett. But at the same time, like, Brissett and Mack, nice, nice combo. I don't know. I like it. I, I like the Colts. They're young. I thought they would maybe just fold after the Andrew Luck news happening on, like, a whim. But they didn't. They stepped up to the challenge. And let's see what they got the, uh, the rest of the season. Uh, third place, Jaguars. Jaguars. So glad I can talk about them. Minshaw mania. Like, the, the Jaguars having Minshaw is amazing. It's You lose Blake Bortles. Then you got Nick Foles. Big Dick Nick comes in. He's hurt. You don't know what to expect. You're like, man, these Jaguars, they're done for. You got Ramsey wanting to trade. The defense hasn't looked nearly what it was in years. Even though you got studs in Ramsey, Miles Jack, Anthony Boyer. And still hasn't looked amazing, but the offense hasn't been anywhere. 
All of a sudden, Minshaw comes in. This guy looks like Uncle Rico, a 70s porn star. He starts balling out. I love every bit of it. Like, this guy is awesome. He's basically the next Ryan Fitzpatrick, in my opinion. He's... He, he's probably not going to be a Super Bowl winning quarterback, but he might be that guy in 20 years where like, hey, that guy, he can come in and he can do stuff. So I, I like him. I like that he's got spunk. That's one thing. And honestly, they got Leonard Fournette cooking last week. So if they can just keep him, handing him the ball and pounding it down, pounding it down, pounding it down, hey, they got shot this division too because, as I said before, it's the AFC South and it's everybody's tied at 2-2. Two and two. And last place right now, which, you know, it's a little bit shocking, but not really considering their quarterback, is the Titans. The Titans under Vrabel have completely, in my opinion, turned things around. I think that they're still rebuilding. And the problem is the center of that rebuild is a high draft pick invested in Marcus Mariota. Now, Mariota has some good games and Mariota has some bad games. And Quite frankly, it's time for them to make a decision after the season whether they're going to continue the Mariota experiment or move on. I think it's time to move on, which leads me to speculate which quarterback could end up there. But at this time, like I don't think that the Texans, the Titans coaching, the Titans defense, and the Titans young playmakers on offense that never get a shot outside of Derrick Henry this year and A.J. Brown a little bit last week, I just they do not have the quarterback play that they deserve for the quality of a team I think they've started to put together. Probably still a little bit off, but they have a shot at winning this division. It's 2-2, two and two, so I say Titans, go for it. I, I, like, I like this team, but I just I hate Mariota so much. I'd like to see them get somebody else in there. Maybe they'll get lucky and he gets hurt and they'll trade for somebody or something, but that's like their only hope at this point. I just want to take a minute to thank you guys for tuning in. If you listen to this podcast, I appreciate it. If you like the show, let me know. 